The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. This, 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 Fight Disciples. We are gathered here today for the Fight Disciples. UFC and Boxing Talk. Welcome to the Fight Disciples podcast. Look, look. He's away, the upload guy. Who fucking needs a techie when the talent's in town? I record it. Well, I'm recording this now. Hopefully you will get to listen to it at some stage. But Adam's away. He's with the family over in Spain, having a well-deserved break. And what, what have I done? What's the talent done? He's only turned up and upgraded the co-presenter by about 50 fucking million levels. <laughs> Delighted to say in studio with me is the one and only Mr. Darren Till. Yes. Looking big. Hello, Look guys. at them traps, kid. Look at them shoulders. Yeah, look at them biceps. Wow, that until the middleweight is in town. <laughs> Big time. Heavyweight now. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> fucking looking good, though, son. Yeah, mate. Do you know what? I'm kind of devastated because anyone that follows MMA, UFC, especially UK MMA, big fans of Darren Till, will, of course, see in the two interviews he's done recently. One with MMA Jim, brilliant. One with John Gooden for BT Sport, which I think only went up today, Monday. Uh, brilliant as well. But the beard's gone. I know. I had all these beard gags lined up. Do you know oh, what I mean? Beard brothers really, yeah. and all that. And oh my it's god! Gone, man. What happened? Yeah, uh, I just. I, I might change. I might change my haircuts, and you know, I never really grew it. Ever, ever in my life, grew it out, and now I grew it out, and I was just like getting a bit bored of it. So maybe I'll bring it back. I don't know. Yeah, well, you probably won't actually. Let me just read some of these because I had some of these picked out uh, from the BT Sports interview you did with John. Because uh, this, can I just read you some of the cool. some of the comments? Listen, by the way, loads of the comments are like fucking boss. Till's in a great place. Can't wait to see him back. That was the main thing, but I picked out some of the best ones <laughs> about your beard. Uh, Darren Till looks like Darren Till's older brother. <laughs> the haircut and the beard make him look like a motorcycle cop. <laughs> <laughs> so, I got it. Someone <laughs> called me a school teacher. I see the one of them. <laughs> Darren Till looks like an alcoholic dad from the 80s movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's a cracker. The best one, yeah. He looks like an upside down stingray. <laughs> Fucking bizarre shout. Funny. Uh, but it's gone now. It's gone, mate. It's gone now. It's How gone. did he go from a young boxer to a 40-year-old builder? Well, the young fighter's back now. The, the builder's been the, swerved. The builder's gone. <laughs> All fight business now, Nick. Telling you, mate. Big time. Uh, listen, I will get a little catch-up with you a bit later. Yeah, Anyone that's tuned in and gone, oh, yeah, fuck Dan until Where's he at? What's he up to? Tell us all about what his last six months have been like, what he's going to come in the future. They ain't going to get that in this fucking show. I've just told you. There's two boss interviews out there with MMA Jim yeah. and with John Gooden. Go and watch them. Go and listen to them. The lads have done cracking jobs and you're b- brought up to date with everything Darren's yeah, been up yeah, till yeah. Re- recently and where he's going next. But you're on the show, mate, to co-present the Fight Disciples yeah. UFC show. Yeah, well, there's no point going around the world, is there? We're, yeah, we're here to talk man. about bullshit, aren't we? Of course, we? exactly. You know what I mean? Um, did you tune into UFC Uruguay at the I weekend? I watched a little bit, yeah. I was uh, actually on a hot date. Nice. With a hot girl, my girlfriend. So we was at the uh, the Dash restaurant. You know Dash on uh, it's just opened on a. Uh, as you come out, Victoria, not Victoria. Is it Victoria Street? Yeah, Victoria Street. You know where they're doing the roadworks. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So they always invite me down and uh, make the food, uh, the food and the drink, and it's unbelievable, good atmosphere. So what kind of food is it? Every I mean, they do they do sushi. They do. I, I mean, I get a lovely steak in there. Uh, do everything, mate. So it's proper good vibe in there as well, mate. So yeah. I enjoy it. We had a good night. We had a really good night. Happy days, mate. She had, no, she had no baby, no baby Z. Brilliant. Yeah, so. How is the baby anyway? She's unbelievable, mate. Honestly, she... Uh, she's a proper character, isn't she? she? Is, mate, On honestly. social media, she's she has me in bits. Just bit. attention as well. We was Because before we went to Dash, we went uh, to Laura's cousins for some... Uh, it, it was a birthday. So I was saying to Laura, you know, as soon as she walks in this room, there's loads of people. She's just going to like... She loves the attention, Nick. And so... She's been put in the middle of the circle and she just, she loves it, man. She's a good little baby. She's got, uh, Colin, Colin loves her, Colin. 
and he always says she's got great energy, like she's a proper good baby, mate. Everyone's got to say that about their own kids, Andy, but she is a good baby. Yeah, man, she's a superstar, proper photogenic as well. Yeah, gorgeous. Uh, I don't. Yeah. She looks like me, but you know, I'm not gorgeous <laughs> by any means, Mick. I'm fucking. You know, I. <laughs> I hit every branch when I fall off the ugly tree, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so, but she's all, mate. She's unbelievable. Good, good, mate. Um, what caught your eye then in Uruguay? Uh, obviously, <laughs> my history with Mike Perry, I wanted to see yeah. it. And I like uh, Vin- Vince Vicente Luque, mm-hmm. whatever his name is. But uh, I thought it was closer than what... It was a close fight. I thought maybe Perry could have edged it, but... That's the thing when a fight's close like that, you know what I mean? I, 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 I'm, uh, I've been there myself in the Echelene when I fought Thompson. It was a close fight and it can go either way, but his nose was just like... Yeah. I've had broken noses, but never like that. Felt I have sorry for him, to be honest, because that's quite a painful thing. He'll be, in, he'll be in a lot of pain for quite a few months now. Yeah, I've seen it, yeah. So, so, did you see the photo back at the hospital the next day? Yeah, and yeah. All like, I've seen it, yeah. That'll, that's at least, what, nine months out with a nose, ba- a yeah. nose that bad? Also, and, uh, the thing is with Perry, Perry likes to go to war and, and all that. And Yeah, it's great for the fans, but you, sometimes you've got to think a long term. Like, every fight he's having lately is just wars after wars. It's going to really affect him but isn't that the way he's always fought though is yeah. even his fight with Danny Roberts in Manchester was a fucking war no, no, absolutely no. brilliant and that that is good because I as a fan love it but long term for him it's not good mate do you know what I mean taking mm. punishment like that like don't get me wrong mate I go into strike and bang as well but I'd rather hit and not be hit you know as famous Floyd Mayweather used to say so quite uh, he needs to be careful in the upcoming years because yeah. he's a scrapper in Enoch but of course 50 Gs and all that, but uh, can't be good for himself. Like well, it can't be, because look, remember what happened to Rory MacDonald? Yeah. He's basically finished, his nose got smashed to bits. Yeah. Robbie Lawler just nailed it. Yeah. Uh, Stephen Wonderboy Thompson nailed it. And now, mm. he can't get through a fight without, you know, basically it's, suffering from yeah. a broken nose again. He's got a problem, man. He's set Bad, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I know he's the champion, that, but it's not, them, bro, them noses, mate, as soon as you touch them, once they've had a break like that, they just go again. Yeah. <laughs> for anyone who hasn't seen it as well, Mike Perry's nose... To try and paint a picture in your head, it looks like a floppy dildo. That's what the nose <laughs> looks like. His nostrils are like the bollocks, and then the nose itself just so goes on this weird his... 45 degree angle. It's mad, isn't it? His beard is very sucking that. Well, she was into it, did you see yeah. it? Cornering him. That's She's, weird, isn't it? They're weird, them two, mate. They fucking are weird. Did you meet her as well when, when you met him? Or? No, uh, <clears throat> it was fucking. So, Perry, everyone knows the spa video, don't they? But it was like, it was just funny because, like, you know. A lot of these guys back then, and even now today, you know, when I was talking shit and they were talking shit, it was always funny because when we met, there was always like this certain level of respect with me because, like, I think they thought they, 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 they knew that I just ran about that shit. I'm just like straight on that. And then, so when Perry said that, we went back in the hotel and he was like, So, what, what do you want to do? I said, Well, does, where do you want to go to Spain? He was like, Well, I, I know a place to go. And it was the Fighters Hotel because we, we were guests, we weren't staying in the Fighters Hotel. I said, Okay. So he said, I'll meet you downstairs in, in 10 minutes or something for a taxi. I said, okay. So I went back up on my, uh, my girlfriend was there and she was like, where are you going? I said, oh, me and Perry are getting a taxi today, going to train. And she, she knew I'd had murder with Perry and she was like, Mike Perry, Darren? And I was like, yeah. She's like, that's going to be weird, isn't it? I was like, I was like I'm not, not really. Like, we'll see, see how it goes, isn't it? So I've come back down. He's like, oh, till I'm getting us an Uber. It's like, okay. So we sat in the taxi and it was like a 30 minute taxi ride. It's and just me, you and Mike Perry? Just me and Mike Perry, just like in the back of a taxi. And, it's just mad because you're thinking, like, it's just crazy, that kind of situation. I and mean, we were just chatting, like, not even about fighting. We ended up talking about, because he, he was in jail, and he? he went to jail, and uh, he grew up in quite a rough place. And yeah. that rough I was telling him about my life, and we were just talking and chatting. But there was no, like, I'm the big man here or, or fighting. It was just about our life. So then we got to the place, and we bumped into, like, Cody, TJ, uh, Santiago Ponzinibbio. And we went downstairs, and the room was empty. So he's like, what do you want to do then? And I said, well, we're here to spar, mate. He said, there's no point training or not. I said, let's just fucking spar. And he's like, okay. So he's getting his shit on ready, and I thought, I'm not fucking getting ready. I thought, I'm warming up. Like, I've got a title fight in a few fucking weeks as well, whatever. I'm warming up. So I just went over, and I started doing Collins rituals, Collins warm-ups, which are fucking famous. They're quite very tough, and they get you warm and ready and loose for sparring. So I'm warming up, and he's just like, just looking and just... Put his hands together. <laughs> Punching his fingers yeah, up one and I was, the other. I was like, he's fucking funny, this man. <laughs> so then uh, he's, he's like, oh, I better warm up, aren't I? I'm like, yeah, do something. 
So he starts getting together. Like, we had our gum shields because I was training out there anyway. And then, uh, so we only had one pair of boxing gloves. Is this true? I thought this was like a fake. Yeah. Is this actually true? And one pair of MMA gloves. So you wore one so each, didn't I you? I was like, fucking hell. So I was like, listen, on our strong hands, we'll put the boxing glove mm-hmm. and on the other one, the MMA, because our hands weren't wrapped and everything, mate. I'm tough as anyone, but I'm not. I'm not like breaking my hand in a stupid sparring session with Perry and then it's going to affect me in, yeah. ta- in my fight. Uh, so he's like, okay, yeah, yeah. So we get to it, you know. Listen, mate, we just had sparring. The people always, I said, oh, how did it get on? It, it was just me and him sparring. No one won, no one lost. It was just a respectable respectable sparring session. And then after it, we were just like, you know, I had a little bit of a, a bruised lip and he had a... Yeah, I'd done his nose, actually, yeah. And he's like, you bastard, you got me nose. And then we were just... We walked back up and went back to the hotel and then he was like, oh yeah, Tilla, I'm going to go and get a shower if you're about later for food. we go for some. I was like, okay, yeah, Sam, whatever. We never, but that's the story. Like, that's yeah, the yeah. whole truth. The, not on buff the truth, just that's what happened. Of course. In in the spa, because you said it before, he's a scrapper, but there's times in this fight with Vincente Luca yeah. and I'm thinking, Perry's better than he gives he, people yeah, give him does. credit. Like technically, he's better he than people think. I remember as well that like, we were sparring. I'm quite. I am a bigger man than Perry, and I was like, right, I'm gonna take him down now. I'm gonna ground upon him and shit. And I, I and I shot it. And mate, Grundy will tell you, my my fucking wrestling. I'm no slouch in the wrestling area. Like to take me down, mate, you fucking gotta be good. And I've got good takedowns and good scrambles. So I thought I'm gonna swipe it for a single leg, and I did. And you know what, mate? In all fairness, he fucking defended it really well. And he got up and he was trying to use the clinch game and that. And uh, that's what I thought myself. I was like, he he's better than what he gives off to people. Like, he's not just a scrapper. He knows what he's doing. He's like, but he likes to play like sort of like that stupid card. Oh, I'm yeah. just a scrapper. But he's not. Mm. What is it about Vincente Luque? He's a great fighter. Yeah. I was v- impressed with him, to be honest yeah. with you. Because, you know, he, he went to war with Mike Perry. He did. But that's not good. No. Because I've seen him fight fight in the past. And he's more technical than he fought with Mike Perry. Yeah. So was it sort of like a, oh, I've got balls, I'll go like to match with Mike thing. Perry. Yeah. You don't need to do that, mate. It's uh, it's very, very pointless. He probably could have won that fight if he just fought it technically. Yeah. So Big win on the card as well for uh, Volkan Uzumir, knocking out Alela Tifi. It was a weird fight, this, because both of them have been on the cusp of a title shot at Light Heavy. And yeah, after a couple of defeats for both of them, it felt like a bit of a crossroads fight. Whoever wins this stays relevant at 205 and the other one kind of falls away yeah uh, I was happy for Volkan but also sad for uh, because I, I like both guys but I know Volkan I've spent some time with him in, in, in LA as well so I was happy for his win it was a fucking good win yeah it was a good win but uh, I suppose you're right but it doesn't matter I like everybody because no one's beating John Jones anyway yeah so oh speak of the devil Mr Gillies on the phone should we, should we see what he's saying yeah man see what he's got to say Lads, can you just like fuck off? That's not nice, you know. <laughs> We're live on here, here, lad. Come on. We're live, lad. Where are you? I'm in Radio City. Oh, yeah. Recording the Fight here. Disciples podcast okay, here, I'll lad. Get, listen, uh, I just want to give a shout out to Four Corners. They're currently 0 500 in fights. They haven't won one yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get on you, son. See you later. <laughs> Yeah, so is he ringing there to see what man bag he should take to no, take away with him? He's actually ringing to see where we got a little new venture. Nick, me and nice. Gilly's here. She's all know he's like the older brother, he's my best mate, and that uh, he wants to open a cafe. Oh, right, okay. But like not a cafe, like a healthy eating type no, thing. No, 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 we're not coming down there. It's sort of like, do you know what, Nick? Just to put it straight, because the amount of people me and him together now, we know quite a lot. We got a lot of friends in Liverpool. We know quite a lot of people. We're gonna call it Gills and Tills. Nice. Mm. And it's a great name. It's strikes already. And we're just going to put a few couches in there. We're actually going to try and get a pool table this week. A little jukebox. And, and, and we're just going to have us like, you know, where the lads go, chill, have a laugh, banter, a little bit of scran, a few uh, fridge with a few little beers in and that. And I think I think it'll just, it's not about making money. It's about keeping the place running. Yeah, yeah, of course. So, you know. Basically a man cave. Yeah, a man cave. So basically, you know, obviously we're not paying out anything. And obviously we're just earning a little bit more. And it's just, a sociable place, so we're in the process. We're going to do that. We're going to uh, try and open on the veil by Gilly's gym. Nice, and it should be good, mate. Should that be, be class? Yeah, so we're going to do it. Really? Could you, can you get a late license? To, could you host UFC events well, and all that's, kinds? That's what I said to Gilly's because he was like, "Well, we will get some couches in there." And uh, I know a guy. Uh, he owns like a furniture place, only second hand on that, but he, he gets all 
you know, great gear in and that. And I said, I said, lad, all we need to do is put the couches in. Two tellies, like, or even a, just a massive one. You know, like, big tellies nowadays, Nick? They go for cheap. Yeah, they, I've they got do. one. I got yeah. one. It only cost me about, I think it cost 800 quid, yeah. 700 quid, 60-inch plasma. They go for cheap, mate. 4HD, whatever it so is, quality. We get one of them, a little pool table and that, and the lads come down, a little bit of tunes on. Obviously, the late license is what you said, if we could get that or what. I don't know how we'd go about that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I know in Santa Maloco as well, we were trying to get it for 2 o'clock later on. And it was, you couldn't yeah. get that for the city centre. <clears throat> I don't know if we couldn't get it. It's more residents, isn't it? Yeah, because Castle Street's different as well. Have you noticed yeah. everything on Castle Street closes quite late, uh, yeah, quite yeah. early? Mm-hmm. So twelve. You it's all restaurants, isn't it? It's all restaurants. Gino, Santa's, uh, yeah, yeah. Castle Street, Arno. So it's quite difficult actually, Nick. But yeah, it should be good. Nice man, keep me posted. We'll do a fight us. disciples from there. <laughs> me and Adam exactly. come down. We'll do so a fight disciples if, show. If there is a UFC on, we know it's always in America. It's later. All the lads come down. You's come down. It's not even a podcast. Everyone gets involved. Yeah, man. And we just fucking chat. Mate, that'd be funny as fuck because so, we could stream our commentary. Yeah. And we could do like Mad Gonzo commentary yeah, at the fight. And everyone would be on a few beers. Everyone would be chatting absolutely shite. So I'm in. That's us, mate. Gills and Tills, I'm in. Let's yeah. do it. That was a meeting literally right on Fight Disciples podcast. Gills and Tills. <laughs> I love it. Um, come back to Uruguay. Main event. Hottest fighter in the UFC, period. Valentina Shevchenko. Everyone knows how I feel about the Russian bullet. Uh, How do you feel about her? It's just quality. Yeah, she is. Get me a cheese grater, and uh, yeah. she some, looks like the type of bird who's, who's just proper banging him in bed. Yes, I'm gonna have to say there so. we go. There we go. You're See, you know that. On the same page, the other fella who's not here today, he's got a thing about Joanna and Jacek. Well, yeah. How do you feel about that? I have got a little. Oh, know, okay, <laughs> I, like and I can't say none of this shit. <laughs> I can't get no, Joanna, she's a uh, she's really she's take, up the game. She's kid. up the game. She's taking yeah. care of herself. She's looking good. Obviously, every girl who fights always looks good because they're in fight shape. It doesn't matter what they do, they're in fight shape. But she's up the game, mate. She's, you know. Yeah, man. Listen, Ronda Rousey kicked the door open for these women fighters. Yeah, she did. But right now, Amanda Nunes, Valentina Shevchenko. Mate, I know this pound for pound list is bullshit, really. But they're both right up there. Technically, the way yeah, they compete they against other women. Yeah, they are. It's funny because uh, the pound for pound list is bullshit. Because, no offence to Daniel Cormier, but John Jones is the pound for pound. There's yep. No matter what you say outside of the octagon, I don't like to talk about people's lives outside the octagon because uh, it's not really none of my business. Sometimes a lot of journalists will, oh, can you comment on what Connor done? And I'm like, not really, because it's none of my business. Yeah. If you want me to talk about it inside the fight, but obviously with me mates, we'll have a chat and oh, oh, boom, boom. But it's sometimes it's not nice to talk about personal life. And obviously, I'm probably, you know, saying it and I've done it and I probably will do it, but it's not nice. But uh, John Jones is the path about number one. Daniel Cormier is not. Yeah, I completely agree. He's, he's number two. Yeah, in my opinion, and I think Valentina is the girl now. Here and Nunes are definitely up there. Well, that that third fight probably has got to happen now. It's got it? to, yeah. especially now. Cyborg's kind of backdoored the way out of the UFC, and Nunes couldn't finish Valentina. Yeah, the way she's finished everyone else, like she, she's fucking, she's a beast. That Nunes. Oh, Amanda, Amanda Nunes is unreal. She's unreal. She is the probably she could be considered the women's goat, uh, but Valentina. Fought her twice, and they've both been close fights. I even thought the second one was Valentina, so yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, it's just that size advantage that Nunes yeah. has got. That's yeah. that, that's that's proved the distance. I'd love to know how much so she far. cuts, to be totally honest with you. Nick. I'd love to know. Well, she looked fantastic at featherweight when she obliterated Cyborg. Yeah. I, I, to be honest, I think she would compete at featherweight, except there just isn't that many featherweight women out there. Yeah, the talent pool's not that deep. I think that's for me, that's the only reason why I'm not arguing Amanda Nunes or Valentina should be number one pound for pound purely because. In in terms of talent pool, Amanda Nunes could fight for another twenty years. She'll yeah. never have the back catalogue of wins like John Jones has got. No, I don't. Legend, legend, no, legend. No, you know yeah. what I mean? That's the that's a good point. And it's funny because it's mad with Amanda what she's actually done. She should be bigger than what she is. Yeah, because she she's big, but she's not as big as she, as Ronda yeah. was. Like Ronda was household name. Like my girlfriend was was never into fighting, but she knows. You know what I mean? So there's a big difference there, whereas people who watch fighting only know Amanda. Mm. You know what I mean? So isn't that mad though? Because how big is Amanda Nunes in Brazil? I know she's based in the US and she has been for a long time. Is she a superstar in Brazil? She's big. like, But she's not Anderson or Cyborg big. No, she's not. She's not. Yeah, exactly. She's not Anderson Silver big. Like I think of it like this. Could she walk the street? Yes, she probably could. Whereas Anderson Silver probably couldn't. So there's a big difference there, you know. She she should be bigger for what she's done, but she's not. It's mad. Is that because she lives on the East Coast? That because she's lived could, in America because, for so long? Could be because the way she, she talks, the way she looks, what she does, whatever. But it's just Ronda had that thing, didn't she? Yeah. 
Do you know what I mean? It's mad. It's mad because I think, <clears throat> for me, Amanda Nunes could be well bigger than Ronda because she unlocks that whole LGBT community. You know what I mean? She she unlocks the pink pound, mate, and that pink pound's worth a lot of money. Yeah. I, it, I can't really understand why the UFC hasn't gone, check this out, yeah, look at this love story. Much, like, these two are in the UFC together and yeah. they're in love, they're yeah. going, you know, they're engaged yeah, and staying together. Yeah. What a boss story it's that is. It's a crazy story, isn't it? I don't know, mate. They, they, it's weird, isn't it? I don't know. She should be bigger. That's all I'm saying. She yeah, should man. be bigger than what she, she is. She fight. She can fuck. What she's done to everyone, mate, is funny. Unreal. Like, wow. Listen, I want to talk to you about Daniel Cormier because I want to look ahead to this, uh, obviously, the big card this weekend. Can't wait. UFC 241. But before we do, wait. before we get there, I just want to ask one thing about the last few months, and that is, why the fuck didn't I get an invite to Tenerife? Oh, Proper right. gutted. Seen you fighting that. Proper gutted. <laughs> that was the only thing I was at. As soon as I seen the headline, yeah. I thought, whatever, that's Should nonsense. Know, uh, but why the fuck didn't I get an invite? My mate was on Twitter, so I went and come out in that. And uh, <laughs> my mate was like, Darren, you shouldn't be paranoid. And I was like, why? He was like, because everyone's just laughing at what you've done. I'm like, I oh, know, you know what I mean? But you know how the press are. And he's like, oh, lad, look what Nick's peep, Nick feeds for. Why did he get an invite? And I was fucking, I was on the couch in this uh, little dingy apartment. I was laughing so much. Mate, I went to Ibiza when I was in, in my 20s. We used to go every summer. Shit, we used to get up to. Nick. I remember at one point, someone threw an armchair out of a second floor window. <laughs> I've done that. Fucking craziness. <laughs> but that's what being a young 20-year-old yeah, lad's all about. Do, do you know what, Nick, right? Is, is, is I probably couldn't even say some of the shit on this podcast what I have done in my life. I have done some... Cra- and one day I will tell it all. But the only difference is, is that I... This is the truth. I can't do that shit. I don't go out doing that shit, but as everyone says, oh, he's just a young lad, it's because I am sort of in the public eye. Like, it's not like in Liverpool where I can't do shit. It's all over the world, Nick, because as soon as mm. the police turned up there, they just knew who I was straight away. Yeah, yeah. And I've sort of got used to that fact now that it's not just, like, England. It's pretty much everywhere. Yeah. I got, like, I'm telling you, like, I'm not blowing my own, so I'm not, I'm not a famous person, like I always say this, I'm not a celebrity. I'm a well-known fighter, and I am quite well-known all over the world, Nick, and it's scary. Yeah. So, as much as, do you know what, mate? It was fucking funny. It was hilarious. Yeah, I can't go around doing that kind of sh- shit. And yeah. I, I'm not sitting here saying... Mate, don't regret it. A, it's all part of growing I up. I don't, Nick. Do Good, you, know what, you shouldn't mate? regret it. I don't regret it. a single thing in my Listen, life. Listen, as long as no one got hit, yeah, exactly. and you, you paid for the fucking, you yeah, know, exactly. anything that got fucked up, then exactly. sound. And uh, I'm not sitting here saying I'm never do good, I'm gonna be a saint because miss, miss and me, we make mistakes up until the day we die. So you just gotta learn and, and take your mistakes on the chin. You know when you get in trouble with the Colin said something to me mate, right and it was just so bang on. Where was he? I think he was in a hotel room with me. It was after it and that. Yeah. And I've got a right fucking bollock on me. From goes, Colin. Ah, oh, I'm not even gonna go with the thing. <laughs> Little slap up, slap up and that. And he went to me. The thing is, that I'm right. There's, there's a there's a price to pay for everything. Yeah. And I, when he said it, I was just like, you're so right. In life, there's a price to pay for everything. You've got to pay the price, pay the bill or something. He said like that. And I was proper, like, made sense to me, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, the, mate, it was fucking sick. Yeah, exactly, man. Like, listen, you're a young lad. You're having a yeah. good time. That's the main thing. Yeah. Another thing you've been up to, you went over to Brazil to see your daughter. Yeah. Now, that footage, yeah. oh, my God. Keep I was like, fucking hell, am I, am I peeling onions I know, here? I know. The way she hugged you when you got I out know. the back of that car, I know. my heart just no, sank. No script or not. Oh you know my what I mean? God, that was like... I, it, it's actually as funny, isn't it? Because I only seen the video at the little end, you know, when I look at the camera. Because what happened was, uh, I said uh, I said to my friend and my ex-girlfriend, I said, I said, I want you to film him seeing me now. I said, it's a surprise. And I said, cause I was, it was a surprise, Nick. No one knew I was going there. Yeah. I said, because I want to keep this for years. So then when it all happened, I was looking at the video, I was like, oh my God, I said, I'm just going to post this. Because a lot of people, I felt like they were on that little kind of journey with me that I hadn't seen my daughter because of the comments I'd made yeah. before the Tyler Mudley fight, you know, I said, I don't care. Mm-hmm. So I felt like a lot of people were involved. Yeah. Not that I didn't need to say anything, but social media is that platform now, in it for good and bad. Of course it You is. know what I mean? And when I posted it, like, oh my God, it was just like, it went on crazy viral and there's loads of people it's like oh my god I can't I think everyone was crying like Gillies who just rang me he, he was crying he rang me and everyone was well enough because it, it was just a proper it was like a just an honest video it? Just like you couldn't fake anything like that no, you, not nothing like that fake. could be faked it's no. just the way she hugged you and closed her eyes and was hugging you yeah 
and hugging you. Yeah. And people were talking, and you were waiting for that moment for her to pull away and look at you and talk or give you a kiss. And mm. she didn't. Yeah. She was just hugging you like no yeah. one's ever been hugged before yeah. in their lives. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You were just like, yeah. oh, there's a girl that needs a dad that's yeah. missed a dad. Yeah, yeah. She uh, she rang me last night because I was going to bed and I was like, what do you want? <laughs> and she's like, uh, what was she saying? She's just like, got me. She's just. Her mother's done a really great job as well. She's just a beautiful little girl. She she just is. You know, I'm not all meant to say that about her, but she's just so pure and beautiful, and I want to just keep her that way. Before I left, I was saying to her mother, I was like, just do me one favour, just make sure you keep her pure, because this world's not... You know, I'm not a pure person myself, Nick. We're all, you know, defaults. I just want, and I just said to her, just keep this girl pure. Just keep her pure yeah. for me, please. What's it like where, 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 where do you live? So it's it, a nice area. Yeah, so... <clears throat> The city where I lived, obviously, she lives just over the road. It's called Praia Brava. It's unbelievable, like unbelievable Nick Beach. And uh, there's a little private school there, and I put into that. And uh, I, when I was there, I got uh, I got them a car, so to make life easier. And, and my mum uh, works in a jewelry shop and whatnot. And they've got a good little life, Nick. A good little life. So yeah, there's no not not the crime is not as bad. I'd say Brazil's Brazil, like people say to me about here and like, I've. Brazil's just rough, mate. Rough to the thing. It's just like I remember when I went to you know Eric who lives with us now in Calvo. Yeah, yeah. So Eric, he's like, you know, he's easy you now. He's from the roughest place I've ever I've I've ever set foot in my life. And trust me, been to some rough places, mate. I couldn't believe what I'm seeing because we it was the Amazon. So he lives in Manaus, which is in the Amazon. Oh right, okay. So he's not even in the Rio favelas. He's actually out in Manaus. No, no, yeah. So he, he we call him Eric in Indio. He's an Indian. He's a you know, ancestors of the Indians and whatnot. And he's like, yeah, Till, I'm going to take you into my favela now. He's like, you won't, you could only come in here with me. You couldn't wander in here alone. So I'm like, okay, yeah, you always hear this when you go there, blah, blah. So I'd seen a lot of favelas, Nick. I wasn't too bothered. But let me tell you, mate, when I went into that favela, I was like, Eric, what the fuck? Like, what am I seeing here? So he took me to his mum and dad's house. There was no windows. In the, they can't afford, like, windows. They can't, they, they, the only money they're getting really now is they've got little jobs and Eric helps them out a lot. Because Eric actually works now in the Baltic market. Okay. Where my job with my partners, like he, so, Eric's. Eric's doing well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, he's yeah, earning yeah. money. He's, he's able to send some money. He's back. able to send money back, which is a lot. Cause yeah. One pound here is five times more there. Wow. So it's a lot of money, Nick. Uh, so I was there, and I, I just couldn't believe my eyes. It was just, it was just so sad. It was just sad. I, can't explain it. So now when like people say, or even was I've just I've never seen anything like it. It was just unbelievable. What do you mean? Because obviously we've all seen it in films like City of God and all that. Yeah. You think kids running around with guns, and... and it was that there was guns there, and there was kids there, and there was a kid sat in a little puddle of shit, just and no one battered an eye because that's the life there. If like, we seen that over there, we over here. Sorry, Nick. We'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. But over there, it's normal. Do you know what I mean? Like, Eric said to me the other day, he was like, fucking hell, till I didn't realise, but a lot of people in Liverpool take drugs. He was saying that to me, and I was like, yeah, it was like quite a common thing. Yeah, a lot of people like to smoke weed, and on nights out, a lot of people will take substances. Mm -hmm. He's like, I didn't realise it was that bad. I said, yeah. So, just like probably that's the norm in England. Because England's a lot a lot of binge drinkers as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, of course. Over there, the norm is just for some kid just to have, just to sit in a puddle of shit. I seen it, Nick, with my own eyes. This is not me like trying to uh, make it seem more worse than what it was, but it was what it was. It was fucking unbelievable. And now I just think, wow, like, um, it's just so crazy. So before Eric, little story, come back over to England, He's living there, and Eric's got two kids, and he just had a kid with his uh, his girlfriend, and he texts me, and I'll listen, I'm close as ever, he's like, wanna be, so, I'm so close to him, he's like my little brother, and he texts me like, till fucking hell. I'm trying to get back over, he's like, I'm trying to get me a plane ticket and that together, he was like, you know, could you Is help? he living back in Manus now, so was he... No, he's here. Oh, he's, he's no, when, when this conversation yeah, took place? Yeah, so yeah, I yeah. knew what he was going through, do you know what I mean, yeah, yeah. he wasn't getting fights and that. Um, Who does he but, train with over there, was well, he with Brigger? He, well, he was with Brigger, weren't he, and yeah, he was yeah. managed by Brigger, but you know... If you're not getting fights, you're not getting not fights, make, are yeah, you? Because yeah, he's, he's contracted for Brave. So he's got to wait for that. And also he wants to get back over here and train with us and blah, 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 blah. So I just said to our mate, I said, don't worry about, worry about it. So what I've done, I went, and, uh, I went and seen... So that night, Terry come in the gym, dropping his kids off. Mm -hmm. And I said to Terry, I said, I'm going to send some money over to Eric. And Terry was like, ah, yeah, how much? Like, Terry, mate, I've never met a guy like... I was like, he's like, how much? I said, well, let's send them 500 each. 
I said, because a grand over there, mate, fuck me. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Of course. And uh, so Teddy's like, sad. Got it, yes. Straight away, just no no questions. Bump up. There's 500 quid. So I thought, okay, I'm going to get a little kitty together here. So I went and seen our other mate who trains in Carbon, Carl. And I said, Carl, because we, we... Just having a little whip around, basically. Yeah, dance. I just said, Carl, because he knows Eric, he loves Eric. So I said, we're going we're getting some money together for Eric. I said, it's, an, it's like, down, yeah. There's, there's not even, no questions. I could have asked more people as well, Nick, and I didn't. Uh, and and I sent him the money. Uh, I think I got I got Stringer's girl. She works in a tra- uh, travel agent or something like that, or one of the shops. Yeah, yeah. And I couldn't see shops. And I said, can you send Eric that money? And he got it. And he's like, till what the fuck? I didn't ask for that. And I was like, Eric, do you know what I mean, mate? Listen, because I've been there, I knew, and, that, and I was just like, Eric, don't even fucking, don't even say anything, mate. Yeah. You're me, you're me little homie. I know you do the same for me. And then he was able to get his ticket and come back over. Amazing. Because literally, you have been there. You were that guy in Brazil with no money. You Nick, know what, what it feels trust like. Trust me, mate. I, I, uh, I was actually telling this story the other day as well. We were actually talking about it with Eric. I remember when I first got there, and obviously I'd been stabbed up and that. You know, I couldn't train for like the first month when I was out there. And I just remember one of the reasons why I learned Portuguese, and the other reason why, like, it was just mad because, like, I was in this little apartment. Nick, it was just a bed. It was just a bed with a bathroom, and it was a fan. Just That's a bed, sit, basically. It was nothing, mate. I had, I did have nothing, and I remember the only thing I could afford every day was bread, eggs, butter, a little tub of Nutella, and Sprite, and that's what I'd eat every day. That was my diet every day. I'd get home from the gym like a fucking grueling session, fucked heat, and that's what I'd eat every day. And I'd always go to the supermarket, and I remember the girl there used to make fun of me because I couldn't speak Portuguese. I remember I'd go up, I'd be furious, and I'd be like, I'm going to show you, you bitch. So what I'd done was, right, started going to another supermarket, and after about four, four or five weeks, I was getting little things, mm-hmm. and I went back in, and I'd done my order, what I always get, to the girl, and she was just like, like I'd never seen anyone's face the way it was. Because you suddenly to, started talking started to her? started talking to her, because I had proper confidence to do it as well, Nick. Yeah, I'm a yeah. confident guy, obviously. Yeah. And uh, people ask me nowadays, oh, you learnt, would you, would you study? I said, no, I fucking learnt myself with the help of my ex-girlfriend. She she had a lot of influence there. And it was because at that time, there was just no one English over there, apart from Brig, but Brig didn't give a fuck. He's making me speak Portuguese. So I was just... Had to speak Portuguese, had to learn myself, and the way I'd do it every night I'd go home, I had a laptop, I'd type into Google Translate five words that I want to learn, just five, and I'd do that every night. And in five months, mate, six months, I was, I was just fluent, mate. Wow, there was no thing to it, absolutely man. So, fighting ever goes wrong for me, mate, I'll be a uh, <laughs> translator, exactly. <laughs> I'll come in the cage like the fellas do, <laughs> translate for the interview, yeah, yeah. Did you that time you spent back in Brazil, did it? Bring back good memories, though. Obviously, yeah. I know you were with your daughter, so it was yeah. good. But you were. Th- did you at any point think I might come back and do a little camp over yeah. here again? Yeah, because uh, I've got really good friends out there, Nick. Like, and I mean, like, uh, good. The guy on the video with the uh, the cap on, he's older than me, Omar. He's like, just, he's done a lot for me in this life, and I'll always be grateful to him. And I, I, you know, I've done a lot for him as well, and I've just got really good friends who I can count on over there, and. It's just a great place, mate. Yeah. And a lot of people over there love me. Like, It'd know. be amazing to see you fight in Brazil as well. Because, like, obviously, since your debut, your UFC yeah. debut, which was massive, yeah. you haven't fought there since. Well, if I could have ever got that Dos Anjos fight in the HSBC arena in uh, Rio, that would have been that would have been a main event over there. That, that would have been yeah. big. That would have been absolutely amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, before we talk about UFC 241, tell me about Sean Williams, who's at Calbon at the moment, the wrestler. Oh, yeah. It's, wow. He uh, met him when he was over in America training uh, with his kid as well. So I think he just must have made contact. Come over to Liverpool, blah, blah, blah. Oh, mate, unbelievable, you know. He's uh, he's about 76 kilos, something like that. But wow, I've never... He's a Division 1 wrestler, he's isn't he? He's a Division 1, yeah. I've trained with Division 1 wrestlers in uh, Brazil as well. and They're just another level. But let me tell you, mate, Grundy's a Division 1. Like, there's no... There's no him like beating Grundy and Grundy beating him. It's like they're, they're going for tit for tat. Wow. Grundy's a division one, mate. I don't care what anyone says. His wrestling's just next to none. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I get away with defenders' takedowns because I'm big and fat. That's my only thing. He's so good. And, and this guy is just teaching us little things. And obviously, the same as what Grundy's teaching, but just little scrambles, little things like this, that, the other. And he, you know what, mate? He's fucking sad. Like, he's really sad. I really like, I really got on well with him from the first day. Sad. So, it's good having him over, mate. Yeah, man. Uh, well, I, I like that about... Colin's always been like that. For the 20 years I've known Colin, he's always had guest fighters come yeah, from all has. over the world yeah. to work with the I've lads. Had everyone there, haven't we? We've had a lot of people there in there. 
training's hard right now because people are getting ready for fights. Grundy's got China, mm-hmm. Tom's got Cage Warriors in Liverpool. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm be back soon, mate. So, yeah, man, it's gonna be good, of course. Listen, to this card this weekend. Uh, <clears throat> we're going back to Cali. Uh, massive card, obviously the UFC heavyweight title on the line. The rematch between Cormier and Mayo. Start at the bottom and go oh, to the top. Yeah, man, definitely. Um, in fact, there's there's questions here on the main card. I know we're going to start at the bottom, but you've got your Romero against Paulo Costa, Paulo Baracina, beast, and you've got Pettis versus Diaz. Mm. I can see the winner of one of these fights being a perfect opponent for you to come back yeah. in December. Yeah. Whether it's welterweight or middleweight, the winner of one of those or the winner of one of them would be perfect. Yep. Oh, not your mate. She's too big. <laughs> She's too big and scary. I just seen the realisation there. But... Not your. Anyone but, but your. Paolo Baracina's a beast though as yeah, well. Yeah, he is. He's a big, Absolute he's a big monster. Dude, is he still undefeated? Yeah. I think he's still undefeated. Yeah. I don't think he will be after Saturday. Yeah. Because I just don't think he's going to beat your. Yeah. That guy's made of iron. And his wrestling pedigree. Don't get me wrong, mate. Paulo's Paulo's unbelievable. But uh, Yol, it's mad how Yol isn't champion. Yeah, it sh- just shows how good Robert Whittaker is. Well, there you go. See, listen, we were talking before about this the bollocks pound for pound thing, and that's not worth anything. But still, you know, you still can't stop talking about it. I've had Robert Whittaker in my top five pound for pound for about eighteen months, and people go, "What the fuck, you got Robert Whittaker so far?" And I'm like, "Mate, technically, he's fucking brilliant." Yeah, he beat you all twice. Absolutely brilliant. If anyone that beats you all twice, yeah, mate, for me, that's it. Hats hands oh, down. Starvend is going to struggle to beat him. Yeah, man, absolutely. Yeah. Some yeah. fight that though. Yeah, it's a great fight. It's going to be hard fight. I, I love both. I can't wait for that fight. In terms of Bobby Knuckles, this is a guy that was a welter. Yeah, he fought Stephen Thompson, actually. Mate, got got into contention at welterweight. He did. Got beat and then went, you know what? I'm going up to middleweight. And everyone went, mate, you ain't big enough for middleweight. Don't be silly. And he's not. <sighs> in a sense, because I've stood next... Uh, not next, I'm sorry. I've seen him next to people. I've stood and I've thought, fucking hell, he's tiny. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a fair play to him, mate, isn't no it? Oh, shit. It's the champion. But it, again, he should be bigger than what he is. Yeah. It's mad some of these... Like, I think he's huge down under. I think he's big in... <laughs> that sounded mad. I think he's big in Australia. Do you yeah, know what I mean? That's not enough, don't it? No, it like, isn't. I'm going to tell you nowadays, mate, the way M- MMA is... Uh, see, the thing is with Liverpool, right, is that boxing started... in Boxing's boxing yeah, in yeah. Liverpool, right? We're all boxing hard. Like, I started boxing. Of course. Like, people, see, people are trying to get me to compete with MMA and boxing. I'm like, mate, I started boxing, like... Do you know what I mean? There's no yeah. competition. MMA's just getting so big. Uh, so in Liverpool, right now, boxing's always going to be big. MMA is fucking just so huge right now. But a champion in the UFC should be bigger than just his country. Yeah. It, it, it should be like that. And Robert Whittaker's not. He's no. bigger than Australia, but he could walk through the city and no one would know him. Oh, no. Whereas, you know. I was walking through Canada, and I'm not saying I'm bigger than him, mate. I'm fucking, you know, I'm, I'm coming off two losses. I'm not trying to fucking say anything. But I was walking through Canada, and I was getting stopped quite, quite frequently. You're I, getting stopped in fucking ski resorts in Canada. Yeah, and shit, I was, mate. I was, mate. So that's not me. But just imagine, you know, when I am the champion, not if I was the champion. When I am the champion, I, I know I'm going to be one of the big guys. I think it's you got to have that old package. I'm not saying I've got it, but you know, you've got to have. Why do you think you have? Why do you think fans have taken to you so much Cause globally? Because I'm, I'm, I'm just, uh, there's just no bullshit with me, and I, I come to fight whether, 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 whether I get beat or what. Whether what you say about me last fight, up until I got knocked out, I was fucking staunch in Masvidal. I was, yeah. I nearly killed him in the face, and I, and I was beating him. Yeah. I was overly aggressive, but I was beating him. There's just no whatever you say about it. That's it. Yeah. Fight before that, okay, didn't fight too well. Got beat by a great champion. So what? The fights before that. People say, "Oh, you had one good fight, blah blah." Mate, I had seventeen wins. I was, I was, I was fucking number one in Brazil. I was champion. Yeah. Beat the number one in Brazil in my debut. Spoke Portuguese and 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 everything I say, mate. I'm just honest. I don't. There's no shit. There's no. You know what I mean? Of course. And people, people, you know what people like, Nick? People just like a down to earth person who goes out stealing taxis and and what <laughs> <laughs> Do you know? If someone had said to you before your pro debut, listen, by the time you get to like. 20 fights you're only going to have lost two you'd have gone Fuck, in MMA happy yeah, days MMA. and you'll be in the UFC yeah. and you'll be headlining cards all over and the you'll world be doing like, and you're only going to lose twice you'll be on your fifth main event and you'll be you know you'll have one of the best walkouts ever in history and you'll be 
you're only 26. I'm only 26, Nick. I, I plan to retire when I'm 35, so I've got nine more years to okay, really, mad. really work hard. And you know what, Nick? It's just about working hard and, and when I lose next fight, I don't really care. I just want to work hard, get better. And I don't, you know, I want to be remembered, but changing up a few things, I just, I just want to go in there to win my next opponent. That's, yeah. that's, the, that's the thing. But back on it, yeah, it's just some of these champions like Jessica Andrade, you should be bigger than what they are, but they're not. Mm-hmm. And it's weird for me. Yeah. Looking at the loss, because there's two people from this city where I look at losses now. One over here, you haven't got the beard anymore. You don't look like him anymore. You had Tony Bellew, yeah. loses yeah. at light heavyweight, killing himself to make the weight, loses the world title fight, moves up to cruiserweight, fights at Goodison Park, fucking the yeah. rest is fairy tale yeah. history. Yeah. Goes on to make multi-millions fighting David Hay. Yeah. Swap beating up David Hay twice. <laughs> You've got that model there, which yeah. makes me think, man, middleweight's next. Defo, yeah. let's yeah. see what happens. Yeah. But then, the other side of that is, you mentioned him earlier, dear friend of both of ours. You've got Terry, who wasn't prepared for that loss, that mm. knockout loss, and yeah. never ever came back from that knockout loss. Yeah. The Barbosa defeat. Funny the other day, he made a funny joke to me. That's the first time I've ever joked about, I've heard him joke about, like I was fighting on there. We were sparring, he doing just some shadow boxing. And I threw a spinning kick and he went, oh, nearly like what happened. And I just started, I just burst out and I was like, oh my God, like, do you know what I mean? Like, of course. I've got a video on my phone the other day, I was with my mates in the car coming back from Anfield, we went to match. And uh, he gets car sick and I've just got a, I've just got a new car and I think it's fucking fast as fuck. There we go. Hard as fast. Nice. So that's naughty, so I'm fucking smoking it like that. Right He's going, lad, you need to stop the car, I'm getting sick of lad. So I thought, I'm going to film this cunt here. So I've got him and he sees that in front, he goes, so I go, what was you saying? And he goes, you're a muppet, like that. And I went, your ma's a fucking muppet, like that. And then he goes, fucking, he says something about it. I said, listen, lad, I'll fucking clean your chin out like Mazda, I'll clean my chin. <laughs> Just a joke. <laughs> Who gives a fuck, mate? You got beat. Yeah, of course. So what? Well, listen, you always said to me from day one, you were, you were, you were saying to me, say that too. mate, one day I'm going to lose. I'm going to lose sound. Yeah. It's no problem. It, do you People know lose. It was a, and this is the, as I say, I'm always fucking very honest, it was a problem in my last fight. Like, I was fucking really gutted after it. Like, I was in a, not a bad place. I was just so fucking gutted. Yeah. And uh, people say, oh, look, Mazadal's took a soul because he's in Tenerife and I'll do that. Listen, mate, I was robbing taxis years ago as well, so don't fucking, don't come at me with your bullshit. You haven't got a fucking clue, you know what I mean? <laughs> fucking hell, son. Why did that but, one hit your harder then? Literally, I don't know. Just cause is it, it because it's never happened before? No, probably. Yeah, because yeah, I've been hit by everyone. Trucks. Yeah, I've never been knocked out. Never. Not in the gym. Not in a fight. I've never ever been knocked out. Not even stumbled. Like I've got. I know I've got a granite chin, mm-hmm. and it just made me question my chin a bit. I was like, fucking hell, can I? Freddie Roach says it. Go on an interview about Freddie Roach, and he talks about the first time he got knocked out, and it's the exact same thing. So if anyone's you know listening, go and have a look at the Freddie Roach interview and about talking about getting knocked out. And it's unbelievable. But yeah, it, it, it hit me quite hard. And I remember, as I say, I was going about Colin. I went to see Colin. I was like, Colin, fuck, I don't really believe in me anymore. He's like, what the fuck are you talking about? He was like, anyone can get knocked out. He was like, it was just a blinding shot. He's like, shut the fuck up. You know, as Colin is. Yeah. And I was like, done. Yeah, yeah done. <laughs> it was done. But it did. For a few weeks, Nick, it hit me hard. And then, uh, obviously, I had all that trouble. But that was nothing to do with the fight. That was just... My mate was... It was me, Bertie. We were out, we were out doing madness. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And what? So what? Uh, but it it did it just hit me a little bit hard. But mate, okay, I'm I'm 26. I'm not, I'm I'm not too shy of saying this. I'm one of the biggest names in MMA. Because if I weren't one of the biggest names in MMA, I wouldn't be main eventing all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm 26. I've done that. I beat these guys. I've got two losses. I'm not fucking. I'm not, I'm I'm proud of myself. You know, Nick. I'm oh, really proud be. of myself. Can so, the journey you've been on? Yeah, it's mad. Some so I think there's nine years to go. There's nine. Nick, let me tell you, there's nine years left of this, mate. And I'm only gonna get better and stronger and more mature and more wise and. It's only, it's not gonna get worse. It's gonna get better. Yeah. And there's more losses to come. There's more win. As I always say to people, people come up to me sometimes, and a lot of people like to give advice where advice isn't needed. You know what I mean? Like proper f- fellas who've never fought in their yeah, lives. Yeah. And it's you know what, Nick? I, I don't I don't ever disrespect anyone. I'm not, I'm not a disrespectful person, but sometimes I do get the edge to say, "Mate, will you just shut the fuck up?" Because, Sorry, lad, I missed you on the mats fucking yeah, for the last 15 yeah, I know, years. Yeah, because yeah, someone comes in and says, oh, you should have done this, should have. Yeah, mate, I, you should have, shouldn't I? You know, it's just that cliche thing, you know what I mean? Or, yeah. or when you're in the pub and the I could have been. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> the contender stories oh, yeah, come out. Yeah. <laughs> but 
uh, going back to it, it's just like it's losses. I say, I say to everyone, like I say, listen, life and inside the fight game, it's ups and it's downs. And I said that to you years ago, Nick. Yep. It's just ups and it's downs. Yep. Be prepared for the ups and be prepared for the downs. And as I say now, Nick, in my life and in my fighting life, I've got more downs and more ups to come. Mm-hmm. And that's just fucking life, mate. As long as my kids are okay and I don't die too soon because I don't want to die yet, everything will be okay. Yeah, and I truly believe that. Good. Good. Listen, let's come back to this Cali card. Yeah. Th- Main event. Uh, the opener, again, another potential opponent for me. Derek Brunson takes on Ian Heinisch yeah. at middleweight. Um, I've got Heinisch. Yeah, Heinisch was the guy that was supposed to fight Brees, wasn't he, in London? Yeah. And Brees pulled out the day yeah. before, or the yeah. doctor didn't pass him or whatever it was, Tom Brees. I think it was the day. I think yeah. it was the morning or so. I don't, I don't really know what, uh, what happened. But, yeah. But I've got Derek on that one, mate. Yeah. But, uh, listen, Brunson, for me, look at who's lost against. Whitaker, Jackeray, Adesanya. And then the other one was Anderson Silva, but he fucked Anderson Silva because he stood off and watched Anderson Silva like this. Oh my God, I'm fighting Anderson Silva instead of taking the fight to him. But they're like three of those guys, the best guys in the middleweight division. Yeah, yeah. I think if Brunson, for me, Brunson's in charge of his own destiny. If he wants to be a contender at middleweight, yeah. he can be. I think it's... Can't, yeah, psychologically. Psychologically, it's a little bit... The fight against Anderson Silva was his moment. That was your breakthrough yeah, moment. Yeah. Do what you got to do. Yeah. But unlike... DC, like even DC, and in some ways Adesanya when they fought Anderson Silva, they had that respect, but they weren't fucking giving him the fight. Yeah, I think, Brunson stood off and yeah. went going, and Anderson beat me. Yeah, I think yeah when your moment comes, I think we all in the fight get. I think when you're in the UFC, you get that kind of moment where it's either make or break to come through. I had it. We all know what fight I had it in, and and you've you've either got to take your moment or you you're gonna blow your moment, and it's gonna be hard to get another one of them types of moments again. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So when you do get this as advice to anyone who's about to get that moment, take it. Don't fucking don't fuck it up. Yeah. Do you look back now though and go, ah, maybe maybe Dallas was a bit too soon. No, it wasn't, Nick, because when you look I guess it's easy to say that because you've got a loss. You know, you can't regret shit like that. You can't. Mate, you were fucking got a world title fight. Nick, what happens was what happens is as well as when I look at the fight, so everyone was talking about how Woodley was gonna take me down. But he didn't take me down. Because he tried and he failed, mm-hmm. and he's at his strongest in the first round. Because he's a strong human being, mate. He didn't take me down. No, he knocked me down. He, he wouldn't have took me down. And even if he would have, I would have got back to me. That's the same, mate. I haven't even had, had the chance to show my wrestling. I wrestled in Brazil for four years. Come yeah, on, yeah. mate. Every day with black belts. I mean, the highest of high levels. He just got me. He he got me with that shot, and 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 that's how the cookie crumbles. But when I look at it technically. If he doesn't catch me with that shot and I start getting into my rhythm, I'm blowing him away. I know I am. So it wasn't too soon. It was just his moment. He was better than me. Yeah, on the night. And and, and the Masvidal thing, the same. People can talk about weight cuts and whatnot and this and that. Masvidal was just better than me. Yeah. Or people can talk about the Askren, the way he just caught him with a lucky knee. I don't give a fuck what you say. He was better than Askren. And that's a fight game. I hate the way people say, oh, it was a lucky knee, don't want it. No, because he was fucking practicing it in the dressing you, room an hour before. It's not lucky because he lucky, threw it. You go and fucking try it if it's that fucking lucky. Yeah. You go and try it because it's not fucking luck. Of course. Like, yeah, yeah, okay. Fights, he knew yeah. that Askren was going to shoot. In fights, yeah, you do, you do have these shots that, yeah, blah, blah. But for me, the way I carry myself, the way I think is that there's none of that. You either win or you lose. There's none of this after the fight. I, I didn't win because my ankle was this or that. I've heard a few boxers say that. I think David A said something about his toe, didn't he? Yeah, no, yeah. there's none after of that, mate. Mm-hmm. You went into that fight thinking you can win. Don't fucking come at me with the bullshit after the fight that, like, oh, will my ankle. Well, why the fuck did you fight then? Yeah, Silly yeah. bollocks. Of course. Don't come at me. Listen, the other fight on here, Pettis versus Nate Diaz. I can't fucking wait Nate for Diaz, this fight. Nate, Nate Diaz. You got Nate Diaz all day? He's got Nate Diaz, mate. Just, just don't care what you say, Nate Diaz. He hasn't fought in three years, don't though. Okay, mate. He's got a granite chair and he can fight. He can absolutely fight, but Pettis, listen, Pettis is no welterweight. We all know that. But his performance against, you know, he knocked out Stephen Thompson yeah, two rounds. Like, so, make credit to him. Tell you what, we don't give enough credit for is Connor doing what he's done against Nate yeah. in the second fight. Because Connor's a fucking featherweight, mate. Mad, isn't he? Do you know what I love about people? Yeah, Nick, do you want me to tell you? The way they love to forget about what Connor's actually done in this sport. I tell you. Because no one's done it. 
No one's done. What it. he did, no one's done. No one's done. Like, so like, first consecutive two way champion. First guy to demand the money he demanded. First yeah. guy to demand the UFC go back all to of Dublin. That's great, all yeah, that's great. But I just, I just want to like get rid of all that as well and just talk about actual fights because people like to say always oh, the money. Yeah, but watch him right just from Poirier. Just from that. In fact, you know what? Just watch him from Holloway because he's yeah, beat Max. Holloway beat, he's yeah. beat them all. Yeah, no. Now, you can say to me what you want <clears> and say he didn't defend his belt, but he won the featherweight belt. He knocked Jose Aldo legitimately mm-hmm. and then he battered Eddie Alvarez legitimately. So whatever he done after that, I don't really give a fuck. No. What he done before that, don't question. But even the stuff where Aldo pulled out and he fought Chad Mendes with like two days notice and all that and everyone was going, oh, you'll never beat a wrestler. Well, he, took, he beat a wrestler two days notice. He took Chad Mendes' best for the first round and then went, if you remember it, he goes, come on then. Different fight now. Got nothing to say, mate. Just people it's funny this because fight fans love to have the GOAT conversation and it used to be, you know, when I first started watching MMA properly, it was like, Fedor will never be beaten. And then it became Anderson Silva, the GOAT, never yeah, be beaten. George St. Pierre. Then George St. Pierre, you know. And, and Connor had like a little six-month window where people were talking about him, but then, because he's Connor, it's easy to go, now. Yeah, fuck I'll that. be honest as well, Nick. I don't think he's the GOAT because I don't think he's beat the guys who George St. Pierre, Anderson Silva, John Completely Dover. appreciate there's that. There's definitely some talk But what he's, done what he's done to the sport, none talk. of them done. No. He made more money than all of them put together. Yeah, as I say, mate, as well. You know the way we were talking about these champions being bigger than they should be. They should all look to be like Connor. No, I don't look. I don't take any from. I fucking. Do you know what, mate? Even for me, he's quite a motivational person. Just the way he is, it's it's, it's great to watch. Yeah. But he was the biggest champion, and these guys should sort of have some of that. They should because, as I say, Nick, Robert Whittaker and Jessica Andrade could walk through these streets. I'm not a person to bat an eyelid. No. Only me and you probably for photos, but but is that know. a case of he likes so many fight? Well, basically every single UFC fighter that ever went before him, he realizes his worth. He knows what he's worth to this sport and to the UFC, and he's from day one he's kind of gone, I want this. This is what it's going to cost to get me. Maybe, but also, wasn't just with the UFC, Nick. It's fans just whether they loved him or hated him, they talked about him. Yeah, we're only talking about Robert Whittaker now because there's a fight. Yeah. If 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 he were fighting, we wouldn't really talk about him. No. So, whereas Connor's on Connor, conversation twenty four seven. Twenty four seven. No matter what, uh, any conversation with me, it'll start with like, oh yeah, well, I got into it because of Connor. Yeah. And uh, do you think we'll see Connor fight again? Do you know what, mate? I, I don't. I couldn't. I couldn't tell you the thing, Nick. I, no. I couldn't. I don't know. Because uh, he's got the kind of wealth. I remember speaking to Dana. He got into it for the money, Nick. Yeah. There's a big difference. I could. I he's could, achieved it now. Yeah, I could earn a hundred million, but I'd still fight because I never got into it for the money. Like, don't get me wrong, mate. The money's glorious, but some of us got into it for different reasons. When I spoke to Dana White about Connor, he said, "Do you know what? This kid could become the first MMA billionaire." Because of that fucking whiskey, whiskey brand. Like yeah. You can't keep that whiskey on the shelves. It's yeah. mad. Absolutely mad. Can't hate what he's done, mate. No, absolutely Say not. what you want, but you can't hate on what he's done. Listen, the one guy that everyone is saying is GOAT at the moment. Well, all the Americans anyway. I, I, listen, I don't agree. I, I'm side with you, but he does fight this weekend. He defends the heavyweight belt against Stipe Miocic in a rematch. Stipe, of course, was everyone's, oh, he's the greatest heavyweight of all time, the first time any UFC heavyweight champion has defended the belt three times, but then he loses to Cormier, who, by the way, has never lost that heavyweight. Great fight this weekend, fantastic clash of styles again. I personally see it goes the same way again. I can't see DC getting beat by Miocic the second time, what do you think? I think Stipe. You think Stipe this yeah, time around? I think Stipe's going to be more cautious. I think, think Stipe. Yeah. Just because of the size, skill I factor? Don't, I don't or... know if Cormier can throw him about like he has with other people. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm... It's that power on the inside, though, hasn't it? He, he got, he's got heavy hands and when he, he gets seen... up close at heavyweights. I'll tell you one thing, Nick. Have you see how he trains him in Khabib? Crazy. Listen, like, I'm no strange to it, because in Carbon, you know how we get down. Yeah. And they get down the same way, mate, let me yeah. tell you. That's why they're always fucking injured in that yeah, gym. Well, Nick, yeah, man. Uh, I have yet to pull out of a fight because of an injury. But you've never gone into a fight not injured in no, some way. Oh, let me tell you, Nick, and, and, and the way they train. The proof, the proof as well is obviously you look on social media as well, and you look at just you just look at some photos sometimes what they're doing, and you're just like, yeah, they're fucking grafting. Yeah, you know what I mean, like they're grafting. But that AKA though, it seems to have a shelf life, like. 
Cain Velasquez looked like the second coming. It, wow, the, the, no one's got a cardio like this heavyweight. He's unbelievable. He moves like a middleweight. He's he's non-stop cardio. And then suddenly one day, pop, his body just gave out. And it seems like the same things happened to Luke Rockhold. I know he's left AKA now, tried to reinvent himself on the West Coast, on East Coast, sorry, but his body just seems to have given out as well. Like, yeah. That grind, that nose to the grind 24-7. Yeah. It's kind of different to Carbon because there's less UFC fighters in there, camp, yeah. camp, 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 where you're like, oh, I'm not in camp, but I'll go in camp with him. Do you yeah. know what I mean? You're, you don't train 12 months of the year. No, I don't. Whereas at AKA, it's like, DC might not have a fight, but Kane has. And if Kane hasn't, Rook Rockhold has. So yeah. I felt like those guys were always yeah. grinding. They're always in there. I'm, I'm always training, but as I say, there'll, there'll be weeks, there'll be months, there'll be days where it's not as hard because I'm not fighting. Grundy's not fighting. Tom's not fighting. Ali's not fighting. All the others aren't fighting. So we're just chilling. We're learning. Colin's yeah, yeah. making it a bit, bit easier, a bit less time on the day, a bit less thingy on the body. So, yeah. But in there, as you say, there's that many fighters, UFC fighters, they're always, always painfully just fucking killing each other. Because someone's got to fight, you're giving them the, the best you, aren't you, as well? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's probably why they're always injured, Nick. That's probably the truth. That is the truth. What you, um, where'd you put Khabib, anyway, at the moment? I know it's a different weight class, but do, do, do you buy into the fact that he's this absolute... Beast. No, like, he doesn't beat Tony Ferguson. I don't think so either. No. I completely agree. I think Tony Ferguson technically is just a way better mixed martial he, artist. He doesn't beat Tony. He probably, as much as I don't like saying this because I really like Poirier, I'm friends with him as well, he might grind a win out against Poirier. But Poirier, man, you know, he's come back from a lot. But I can't wait for that fight, by the way. Yeah. Him and Poirier. But I do think Khabib's top three, but I don't think he beats Tony. And I think of him and Connor had a rematch. I think if Connor could fight the way he used to fight, I think Connor could win. Because if you see him in the first round, he went for the takedown. Connor nearly like mm-hmm. scrambled out of that. But apparently, Khabib's just meant to be so fucking strong. Yeah. So I don't know. But I, don't, I just don't see him beating Tony. No, me neither. Um, do you think that Khabib, Usman, Cormier, heavy wrestling, Colby Covington kind of heavy wrestling style, is that like having a bit of resurgence at the moment, you think? Yeah. Because there was a time people fought like that, a.k.a. John Fitch, and fucking Dana threw him out the UFC because he was fighting like that, and now everyone's fighting like that, and it seems to be cool. But they're fighting a little bit better than that. Like I, I always say in the gym to the guys as well, because I'm a big believer in ground and pound. Like when you're on top of someone, whether, you, whether you're going for the submission or what, it's not just about being on top. Like If I'm on top of you, like the guys will even vouch for me in the gym. They... They don't like being on the bottom of me when it's ground and pound days because I, I will ground and pound you. Yeah. And what it says, ground and pound, that's what I'm going to do. Whereas some people will want to tap to get a submission or do this. I don't. I'm trying to put my left hand straight to your face. You see if you can tap me from that, mate, because you're not. And uh, So I think that they're using a bit different techniques. Now, they're re- wrestling and grounding, but they're also using a lot of ground and pound. You'll see Khabib use a lot of ground and pound nowadays. Yeah. So it's fun to watch. Colby yeah. didn't. It was fighting against Lola, but... It was impressive, though, wasn't Very it? impressive. Shut it down. Yeah. That's obviously a fight that's been mentioned as well, Lola, at the moment. Yeah. As a potential comeback fight. How do you feel yeah. about that? He's a fucking icon. Nick, I Guy's a legend. Nick, I don't fucking give a fuck who I fight, mate. I ain't scared of no man. Yeah. I fight anyone, mate. Fighting Ghanu. Of course. But he's a... Robbie Lawler is like a... He's, he's a, a legend, legend, isn't he? Yeah, he's yeah. a Hall of Famer, man. I called him out on Twitter, didn't I? Yeah, so yeah. Let's go. He, let's go for everyone, Nick. The goal doesn't change and the mindset doesn't change. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, I wanted to ask you about uh, an old adversary, Nicholas Dalby, and the journey yeah, he's been on, man, back, back in the, the UFC. He's a him. nice kid, him, man. Yeah, he's such is. a nice man. Yeah, he is, actually. And, it, you know, he's a, obviously, you battered him for two rounds and then got injured and he yeah. got a 10-8 round, which gave him the draw and stuff yeah. like that. But then I think he lost two in the UFC. I still don't think it was a 10-8 round, but okay. No, no, it wasn't, but listen, you know, at the end of the day, he got no, torpedoed from the UFC. It, it he is. had a couple of big wins. He had that mad fight with Houston, the Scottish yeah, kid. Did yeah, you see that yeah. in Cage Warriors? Yeah, and it was it, just yeah. fucking like an ice rink. Yeah. Proper weird, but both of them have signed for the UFC now. Have they? Yeah, yeah. I don't think, I think Houston has. has as well. No, I don't think he has. I no was way. beating to him yesterday. He's got to be in the UFC, surely. No, he's not. No way. You can't sign one without the other. This is what I said. No sent. way. This is what I sent to Dana White. Because I know... Two days ago, I said, mate, that Dalby Ross Houston rematch would have been a sick one for Copenhagen. Yep. Probably one of the best fights I've ever seen. Don't know if you've seen it, mate. Thumbs up. 
can't believe they haven't made it because that was the all the talk, wasn't it? And now they've matched them with um, Alex Oliveira, yeah. which is a twat of a comeback fight That's to be a fair. Fucking crazy comeback fight that. Yeah. I know he wants to get there and that, but Alex ain't no slouch. Not half. I reckon Dalby can do it. Yeah. Um, which fights are you looking forward to most then this weekend? Is it the main event? Is it Pettis Diaz? Diaz Pettis. Yeah, man. I don't know why. Just ah. why do we love the Diaz brothers? Why, why is it? Why have fans can we not get enough when they haven't? You know, he hasn't fought for three years. Just, Nick hasn't fought for about just, ten just, years. It's just that's the same, mate. It's just that that. Where's my brother, the Till brothers? Like <laughs> just chatting shit, but like you're just honest. You just don't really give a fuck. Mm. I to be told, Nick, I do not really give a fuck, mate. I just don't. I really don't give a fuck. And they're worse than me. And they smoke weed. Imagine if I started. I'm not trying to compare myself. I fucking love them myself. Uh, they just don't give a fuck. Make the trash talk between you and, and Diaz would be. be you and Nate would yeah. be funny. <laughs> that would be proper crazy. Yeah. Uh, do, do you know what I mean? They just fucking. They're very entertaining. And as I say, they come to fight. You know, I don't trash talk and don't talk shit and come not to fight. I come to fight. You know, I do come to fight. And, can, they come to fight even more. They don't mind taking a few hits and that. And it's just entertaining. And I think he's really going to staunch Pettis. Yeah. I do. I think he's going to batter him. I can't wait. Absolutely can't wait. I can't wait for Saturday, mate. It's a brilliant card. It is a brilliant card. It's going to be fucking great. Mm. Cannot wait. Unreal. I'm going to put my bets on as well. You're gonna go. Are they, they the ones you're gonna bet on? No, the main I'm ones? gonna bet on. I see Stipe DC is hard because I can't count DC out, man, can I? But I'm gonna go for the underdog. I'm gonna go for Stipe. I'm gonna go for Mero. Yeah. I'm gonna go for Pettis. And you're gonna else? go for Pettis or Diaz? Yeah, sorry, Diaz. Diaz. Yeah. Who else have we mentioned? Uh, I won't. Be, I won't bet on Heinrich, that one. No. Who else have we got? Uh, Gabriel Benitez versus Sadiq Yusuf for featherweight. That's not a bad fight. Um, Drakkar closer against Christos Giagos. Okay, I like that, that Drakkar. Yeah, closer. Drakkar beat Dia Casey, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. He's no mug that kid. Yeah, I thought Dia Casey was going to beat him as well. So yeah. Do you think we'll see Cormier much after this? Do you think he'll stick around for that I fight with John Jones at heavyweight? I don't. I don't think he should fight John again. I don't. I, I Even at heavyweights, because that would just kill no. DC's legacy, wouldn't I it? Third loss to John. He's listen, Nick. He's not beating John. No, he's not. None Who of, is? None of these guys are. He's too intelligent. Yeah. It's not about how tall he is or whatever. He's too intelligent. Yeah. They're not beating him, mate. I'm not the biggest John Jones fan, like you know. I don't mind and whatever, but as a fighter, they're just they're not beating him. Why is he on such a high level? Because he's been he's on this just, level now for a few years, years as well. He like. is. He is. Uh, Seven or eight years now he's been the man. They're just not beating him. And they all say stuff and try and get in his head. And when they get in that cage with him, they freeze. They're just not beating him. But he's not finishing people recently either. Do you think we, we something changed slightly? Maybe. Or Maybe. Do you think guys are just getting in there to survive with him? Maybe. His last two opponents basically yeah. have gone a distance and went, just went the distance with John Jones. Yeah, that's not good though, is it? No. Would you want to go to this? You, you might as well get fucking carried out. I'd rather, I'd rather just not even go in there. You know, like imagine your coach come up to you, yeah, just make sure you survive, then, you know, you survive. You're like, what? Yeah. I'd, I'd retire. I had that mentality. I don't know whether they're doing it or what, but DC's not beating John. I want to ask you before we go sign off about the fight that everyone is... The fantasy fight that could happen in the future probably will happen in the future with Adesanya, man. You yeah. and Adesanya, that's, again, I'm trash at, talk, next level. I'm looking at that fight. Mate, that unites, like, that's that brings the UK, Europe, Brazil, Australasia, Africa. Mate, that's yeah. continental shifts. Yeah. Sticking yeah. in New York and or some listen, shit, man. I'm only going to get bigger than Sozy. We're both on that little path. Uh, it's mad because as well when I was fighting Wonderboy, he was like talking about wanting to fight me one day. Now he's gone past me, you know. And that's how it works. Uh -huh. So now I want to fight him. That's how that's how it works. But yeah, it'd be a fucking fight in the half, mate. Yeah, man. Really would, Nick. Do you rate him? Yeah, really? I do. Really rate him. I think he needs to work on his wrestling a little bit more. I think a good wrestler is gonna get him. Do you think that's why um, Bobby Knuckles might beat him, or do you think he? Mm. It's a great fight, that. Yeah, I don't. Maybe Bobby. Do Whitcomb might beat him maybe... just because of experience. Probably, maybe might beat him because of experience and toughness, but I don't think he'll be able to wrestle him. No. But then Romero will probably wrestle wrestle Adesanya. Yeah. Saying that last time out, we seen Adesanya's tough as well, man. He was busted up. Very tough. 
but he, you've got Gaslam's a small middleweight though. Yeah, yeah. See, Romero, mate, he ain't just. Romero's like an all time great in the wrestling. Yeah, yeah. Like he's an all time great. And if he wants to wrestle, fuck yeah, he's going to wrestle, fuck yeah, just like DC will. Yeah, yeah. Khabib, all these guys. So it's just, I would never bet on that fight. It's a very close fight. Yeah. I wouldn't bet on it. Sound. Listen, man. Thank you so much for coming in the studio. Can we? Can you come in every week? We'll just fuck Adam off because you know Adam, this is a proper scouse loving. Adam, this. two things, mate. You're, <laughs> you're a bell end and you're not coming back. So know that. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Fight disciples. Listen, new hoodies are in stock as well. Fightdisciplesstore.com. T-shirts there. I've got a t-shirt here for the main mantle. Uh, our Mohawker socks are still on available via Fight Disciples store. For all our back catalogue, hit fightdisciples.com. One more thing, Nick. Go Sorry, on. big yeah, shout man. out to the No More Knives campaign. Yes, sir. Very important. Yeah, uh, I had a speech. I did a bit of a speech yesterday at St George's All in Liverpool, and you know what? Yeah. The No More Knives campaign is a Liverpool thing. Yeah. But knives yeah. in city centres yeah. is a UK thing. No, it's fucked it, at the moment. In, Everywhere. Yeah. Just quickly, you know, I want to sign off. Is uh, in London. It's what it's it's every day now. So someone's getting killed every day. It's not that they're getting stabbed. Cause I've been stabbed. Uh, they're getting killed. So the No More Knives campaign mate, needs proper support, and you know what I mean. Absolutely, yeah. really does. Hashtag no more knives, jump yep. all over it. Uh, and I'll be back next week, uh, hopefully with the main man. See you later. You and by that, I don't mean fucking cats all he can stay in Spain. Fuck that cunt. <laughs> Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, subscribe via iTunes.